This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Trevor and the Finish, and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone to call want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh. Okay, good morning to you both. Who was that and who was that? Hi, this was Janet. Um, I was just wondering if I could get a prayer request for um, one, my pastor, Pastor Ricky, um, for um, our church, First Step Ministry, First Step Outreach Ministry. Um, Our whole leadership team, we've been up against some serious attacks. And um, we have Fifth Sunday coming up on Sunday, and it's just been a lot. 
And um, then I have surgery on Monday. So just be scared. Okay, you none of the you said back against you or against the church? It's against our church. Um but you know, I am part of that church, so I feel I feel attacked as well. Okay. I got it, Janet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Victory family. Happy Tuesday. Thankful Tuesday. This is Miss Sabrina. Good morning, Miss Sabrina. Happy trying to Tuesday. A... Yes, I apologize for cutting you off. What you say, ma'am? No, go ahead. I'm ready. Oh, I got a prayer request. Can you pray for my son, Bobby, and my daughter, Miracle, and my son, Brianna, which is his wife? And my three grandchildren, Amari, Alea, and Araya, uh, something uh, we need to just be closer. You know, pray for uh, my whole entire family that we just get closer, you know, and break them generational curses. Amen. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, my name is Barbara. Hi, my name is Barbara, and I'm checking in with the prayer line. Could you pray for me and my health that I get stronger? And uh, can you pray for my children, my brothers and sisters, that the God keep them and they keep doing the good work in his word that they are doing for the special praying for my daughter that she comes to the Lord in her own way and God protect her as she go through her journey and and um and pray for my household that I'm in today. And um that's it. Thank you. You're welcome, Barbara. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphus Day. I do have a prayer request for my for myself. I woke up with extreme pain going down my left leg. So if you can uh, please pray that the Lord will heal it for me. Oh, got you, Susie. Thank you so much. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Trump the Finisher. Who else is on the line? Good morning. Is this a Tracy? Happy Tuesday, and happy birthday, Sister Sonia. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy birthday, Sonia. Anyone else want to say good morning? This is Dawn line. It's a beautiful morning. Good morning. It's Trishonda. Yes, it's your beautiful <laughs> Such a beautiful, beautiful morning. Yes. Good morning. And happy birthday, Sonia. God bless you guys. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Happy triumphant Tuesday, declare victory. Hello, prayer uh, princess, warrior princess. I love you. I love you too, Shell. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? 
Okay, I need everyone to check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charmina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Be sure to continue joining us for the rest of October, the last Tuesday of the month. Our theme this month is forgiveness. All of our declaration will focus on Abba's mandated to give forgive others, even as we have been forgiven. Make sure you call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and his holy word. There is no announcement today. The prayer request submitted from the app, there is none. But we do have spoken prayer requests. Before I get start, before I say the prayer request, please, everyone, log on to Declare Victory and put in your prayer request through the app. Again, log on to Declare Victory and put in your prayer request through the app. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, the first prayer request comes from Janet, uh, praying for her, for her pastor. Um, the whole church said there's attack coming against the church. Please pray and lift up the church for um, Janet. Also, she has a surgery on Monday. Pray for the successful surgery. Um, Sabrina, uh, miracle. Pray for her children, her grandchildren, the entire family come closer to break the generation curses. Um, Barbara, praying for her health and her children. Susie, pain in her left leg, pray for complete healing in the name of Jesus. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Barbara, declaration, Philip. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise. Barbara, declaration, Philip. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is 1 John 1 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of His holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it starts to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Barbara. Everyone, please have a blessed and safe day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Barbara, if he's praying, we cannot hear you. I need someone to step in, please. I need the ambassador to step in for prayer. For step in for Barbara. I will. I will, sister. This is Geraldine. Thank you so much, Geraldine. Yes. If we would um, all join in on this morning. Our prayer list is um, long, but I did write it down. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah on this morning. Let's just take a moment and gather our thoughts. Many of us have ran into prayer, but we want to just take our time on this morning 
thank you, Lord, first of all, for waking us up this morning. Hallelujah. For starting us on our way. Heavenly Father, you have been so good to us. Far better than we've been to ourselves on this morning. Father, we're praying that you would look down on these people that have came from the north, the south, the east, and the west on this morning, asking for prayers for their families and for their teams, for this nation, for this body of believers as we have come to you, Father God, the prayer warriors that are on the line on this morning, and praying for Sister Janet and their pastor, the church, and the team, the surgery that she's looking to on Sunday. I'm praying for Sabrina, her children, generational, breaking generational curses to get closer to one another, to love each other. Father, thank you for this mother that is concerned. On today, we lay them at your feet, their prayer requests. Of Sister Barbara for her help, her long life, Father God. On this day, I'm praying for our dear sister Susie on this morning. I'm praying that the pain that is in her leg on this morning will cease, that she will feel better as the day goes. And Father God, that we walk it out in faith, not by sight on today. Father, I'm asking you on this morning, as we come to you, as humble as we know how, reminded of the prayers of faith. Father, I'm thanking you on this morning that we can look to the hills from which cometh our help, our help comes from you. You don't make any mistakes, Heavenly Father. You are on time, God, never late but always on time. Many of us on this year have gone through transitions and many of us have been in, as they call, the tight spot. But God, we stretch our hands to thee, no other help that we know. Heavenly Father, you've been so good to us. Thank you, Jesus, on today. And as we come, as a group of believers, We know that you are working everything out for our good. We know that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We know that no matter what, you will show up on time. Maybe not right now, but God, I want to thank you before I ask for anything. God, I got to thank you. As we slumbered and slept on last night, you caused your angels to behave around us, oh God. You caused us to rest in peace on last night. Father God, as we look at our world situation, we see that the world looks upside down. It seems that everything is going topsy-turvy, but God, I know that I'm in the midst of it all. You are there. Thank you, Jesus, that we have your son. You sent your son on our behalf. That's why we want to thank you on this morning. 
Thank you, Jesus. And praying for those that are sick and shut in on today, those that are in convalescent hospitals, those that are in the hospital, the homeless, the hopeless. Praying for the backsliders. Praying for salvation for those who've never seen, never heard your name. There's country, Father God, that you can't even bring a Bible in. But God, I thank you. We have freedom to worship you. Father, I'm asking that you look in on the law enforcement, those that are in our local cities, our surrounding cities on today, those that are battling court cases, Father God. We know. We can't see it, but we know that you're working out. Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I believe you're going to do it. Heavenly Father, on this morning, Forgive us if we sinned in any kind of way. We repent, Heavenly Father. We repent right now. And as we come in collectively, saints of God, on this morning, take your time. As the man of God is coming, Brother Philip, on this morning, we thank you for this man of God. We thank you for the word that is bursting forth in him. I ask that you would bless him and bless him indeed, Lord, with your outstretched hand on this morning. Have mercy. Father God, someone came on this line this morning with a heavy heart. So I'm asking you on this morning to release the line, and I'm asking you individually, those especially who have their prayer requests, to begin to open your mouth as a representative on this line for your people. God bless you on this morning. Come on in into the room. Let us begin to pray. Open your mouth. Take your phone off mute. And let's begin to pray. Thank you. 
And you keep saying that as you are here reading your prayers, as you are going about your uh, regular scheduled days, remember God is for you. No one is against you. The Lord is our shepherd. Hallelujah. And we shall not want. He maketh us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still water. He restores our soul. Hallelujah. He leads us in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadows of death, we'll fear no evil. For thou art with us, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Thou anointest our head with oil as our cup runs over today. Feed on the word on this morning and let the word ring in your heart all day. For the rest of your days, thanks to God, I thank you as I pass the call to Minister Philip Watson. God bless you and have a beautiful day. Amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Can you all hear me? Mic check, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. All right. Yes. Good morning. Excited to be on here. I love you all. Um, some of you, I feel like I've gotten to know a little bit more as we've been connecting um, every week. So, you know, it's been really, really cool. Um, and to the rest of you all, hey, how you doing? Um, I want to tell you right now, do not get upset with me for anything that's going to be said today. I have a scapegoat. His name is Jesus. Okay? <laughs> so you can get upset with him because I'm just going to touch what's on the on in the Bible. I always tell people this is one of the two Christian F words. Okay? When you say this word, it's like saying a curse word to certain saints, all right? It's the word forgive. The other F word is fast. <laughs> you say fast, people be ready to manifest like you just cussed them out, okay? And depending on what day I'm told to fast, I might manifest too, okay? And yeah, that word forgive, all right? This this word right here is a very heavy word, okay? And we're going to provide some actual context um, to this actual word. We're going to provide context. And this is where I'm going to go with this word. Um, I'm going to start off with an actual um, uh, real story. I'm going to... I'm gonna, um, I'm going to give you all a real story um, with the scriptures because I kind of want to set the tone a little bit so, um, uh, you know, you can feel encouraged, all right? You can feel encouraged. So uh, we're going to go into this place. Now, I'm going to start off with the story from yesterday, all right? This literally happened yesterday what I'm about to tell you. So 
we had to go, um, myself, uh, another brother, um, and this lady. We had to go minister deliverance to this woman. Now, I was asked the, that the man and the woman, uh, they actually go to this particular church that's out of the suburbs. And they had asked me, could I come, come and kind of help guide it or whatever? By the way, I was at a church that doesn't really pra uh, practice deliverance or really, you know, flowing that. So I already was sitting there like, oh boy, what's about to happen? So I go up in there. Um, I'm totally prepared to, if the pastor or anybody says anything, I'm just totally prepared in love to say, hey, if you all are going to let us do what we do, then I'm just going to go home. But I don't have time for that. But everything was good. So while we're there, I sensed this thing on this woman. I'm talking about immediately. Just from hearing her voice, you know, you could tell, like, I mean, you could tell she smokes a lot of cigarettes. Okay? You could tell she smokes a lot of cigarettes. I mean, you could just hear it in her voice. Um, so I sat there and I listened to her for a couple of minutes and then I just busted on and told her, I said, you know what, you know what, we're going to do something different today. I said, I don't like to do deliverance with people who really suffer from not forgiving themselves or suffer from condemnation. And the reason that I don't is because I like to deal with the forgiveness portion first or else the person, there are a couple of things that happen. One, they feel like they're the demon. In other words, when you start calling things out, they're gonna feel like you're saying that about them because they haven't understood how to separate themselves from the actual spirit. Okay, so they're going to think you're, you're talking about them when you're calling something out when you're not. The other part is there are some people that feel that they're supposed to be punished. They're supposed to be punished for what they did. Okay, and so they're walking around feeling that they need to be punished. So they view deliverance as that time that they're going to get the spanking, not the devil going to get the spanking but they're going to get the spanking. So they look forward to deliverance. So, you know, they can basically get their spanking. Yes, call this out of me. Yes, because I've been that. Yes, I deserve this spanking. And that's totally wrong for a few reasons. One is because the Lord isn't coming to spank us. He's coming to spank the devils, Okay. He's coming to beat up those devils because those devils have been tormenting his children who he loves. And the more primary part is this, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. I'm going to read uh, the, the New King James Version for Hebrews 8, 12. Matter of fact, let me find the New King James. Here we go. It says, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds will I remember no more. In other words, 
the Lord not only has forgiven us for our sins, but he won't remember them anymore. In other words, he's not even going to bring them up to us. Come on. One version says, for I will forgive their iniquities and will remember their sins no more. Okay? Isaiah 43:25. I, yes, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Come on. Jeremiah 31, 34, no longer will each man teach his neighbor or his brother saying, know the Lord, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquities and remember their sins no more. Okay? The core, the core of our faith is based on forgiveness. The core of it the depth of our faith, the foundation, the reason of why we have been saved. How did the saving happen? We had to be forgiven. Okay? And I'm going somewhere with this. We had to be forgiven. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say a word right now that sometimes we can actually forget. Okay, and this word that I'm going to quote is from Romans chapter 3. Let me go pull it up. Let me go to Romans chapter 3. What I'm about to say is in the Bible. It's not a made-up doctrine, what I'm about to say. This is Romans chapter 3, verse 24. It says, being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. I want you to listen to that again. Being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Now, what does that word justified mean? The word justified is a word, dikayo, dikayo, dikayo. <laughs> it means to render just or innocent. I want to say that again. To render just or innocent. Free. Be righteous. So when it says being justified freely by his grace, it actually means being made innocent freely by his grace. Do you know that you and I have been made innocent? When Jesus died on the cross for our sins, he, he didn't just open the door for us to be saved. We were made innocent. Come on. Some of you all walking around still beating yourself up from things that happened years ago. We've been made innocent. This is Bible. This isn't me saying that. It's hard to believe. Imagine going in the courtroom and you know the stuff you did, you guilty. You feel like the judge is about to throw the book at you on sentencing day. And on the day of sentencing, the judge says, you know what? 
yes, you've done this, yes, you've done this, but we see that there's something that was put in here to where we can't convict you. So we're going to render you innocent today. Pop, 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 judgment served. Now, a lot of us would do what? We gonna get happy and we can't get out that courtroom fast enough, okay? We like, yay, now let me hurry up and get out this courtroom before this judge changes his mind. None of us are gonna sit there and say, oh, judge, oh man, but I'm guilty. Can you at least put me in jail at least for a year or two? I know I'm supposed to be doing life in prison right now, but I mean, just give me a little punishment. Like I deserve to be punished. Imagine uh, a correctional officer walking by a cell and he sees somebody sitting in the jail who's not supposed to be in there. And he's like, what are you doing in here? Well, I just, I know the judge forgave me, but I just want to go and sit in the jail because I think I just need to be punished. So I just put myself in jail. Do you know that's actually what it looks like when we're walking around with, with unforgiveness towards ourselves? When we're walking around with things in our heart that we still haven't forgiven ourselves for, we still have put ourselves in a jail, okay? I don't know if you all have heard this story during this month of forgiveness, and maybe you have, but I'll just bring this up briefly. In Matthew chapter 18, when the Lord gives the analogy about forgiveness, Okay, and he uses the servant who have been forgiven of an enormous amount of debt. But then he sits there and does what? He sits there and holds somebody in debt who owed considerably far less than the other person that owed. When you do the studies, it was something crazy. Like the person that been forgiven of a number, it was like millions of dollars or something. But then it was somebody who didn't really owe a lot at all. And they wanted to basically hold it over this person's head. And, you know, the Bible tells us that um, uh, when we don't forgive, we get delivered over to the tormentors, okay? We get delivered over to the tormentors. In other words, unforgiveness opens the door for torment. If you're walking around right now with things that you have not forgiven yourself for, you're walking around tormented. That one of the main reasons that that woman was smoking all them cigarettes was because the cigarettes weren't the problem. It was the torment in her heart that was the problem. And so what she was doing was numbing it. You know, like sometimes when people are smoking, people are drinking, okay? When you have people that are even addicts, that's the surface problem. It's to numb or heal or medicate a deeper problem in the heart of dealing with the pain that's in the heart, the pain from certain things that have happened, whether it's rejection, whether it's abuse, physically, mentally, okay? 
um, uh, different things, whether it's fear, anxiety, worry, frustration, all right? These are, these are some of the reasons people do these things. But the point of the matter is, is once Jesus forgives you, what higher authority is there than that? There's no higher authority than Jesus. And Jesus felt so violent about you and I being forgiven that he, an innocent man, was willing to give his entire life to be beat up, to have a crown of thorns. You know, I was looking at a replica of a crown of thorns yesterday. I was looking at a replica of it. And I, I touched it with my finger. And then I just began to imagine. And I really had to remember, you know, this crown of thorns is in like, you know, the Christmas church play. You know what I mean? Where you'll put on a replica of a crown of thorns, but you don't really take those thorns and sink them into your skull. You know what I'm saying? You just put them on there real neat so that the thorns don't prick in your skull. No, when they put the crown of thorns on him, this 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 is the crown of thorns. And you know, it was it was they were mean. Romans were cruel. Okay? This thing went in his skull. This man was walking around with a crown of thorns. Come on. After being spit on, beat, mocked. Remember, they would punch him and then say, prophesy, who punched you? Yeah, this is, this is part of what he went through before he got put on the cross. They would punch, the, punch him and then tell him to prophesy who just punched you. The way that they would mock him, they, they, the, the way that that whip was, pulling the skin off the back. Jesus. Pulling skin off his back. And then after taking those 39 lashes, being beat up, then he had to carry a cross. Come on. They didn't try to medicate him or anything. Then he had to carry a cross. Then he had to be put on a cross. Then he had to take nails and have them put in his hand, hammered through his hands, hammered through his feet. Then he has a crown of thorn on his head and to add insult to injury while he's hanging there. Once he dies to make sure he was dead, they took a javelin and pierced it in his side. He went through a very horrific death just so you and I can be forgiven. He was an innocent man who became guilty so the guilty people could become innocent. I'm going to say that again. He was an innocent man who became guilty, so the guilty people could be innocent. Now, were we guilty? Yes, we were guilty. But because of Jesus, we're not innocent. This is why we say the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Because what did the blood do? The blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins. Come on. We were forgiven. Now, I'm not saying if you did something, you can't ask God to forgive you. No, quite the contrary. Please ask God to forgive you. 
But my point of the matter is this. Once you ask God to forgive you, it's done. It's done. I don't care how many times family members bring it up to you. I don't care how many times friends bring it up to you. You have been forgiven. Come on. And he remembers your sins no more. That's his character and his nature. Some of us are walking around right now beating ourselves up for things we did. Okay, you did them. You made the mistake. You asked God to forgive you. Cool. Guess what? He forgave you. There's one big problem now. You haven't forgiven yourself. And when you didn't forgive yourself, you're basically saying, Lord, I don't feel what you did on the cross was enough. I feel like I need to be punished some more. Some more. And then the heart can't deal with it. Then this is where the self-medication goes on. Some of us self-medicate in other ways. Y'all know that I, for real. I'm just, I'm just, look, the stuff that I'm saying right now, this is the stuff that I say in many different deliverance appointments all throughout Chicago. I've been saying this stuff for years, okay? So I just want people to know that this thing that I'm saying right now wasn't like, you know, something where I just said, ooh, let me come and get the clear victory. No, I'm just saying Bible. And there are people that have not forgiven themselves. And let me tell you something. When you don't forgive yourself, it alters the way that you see yourself. And when you alter the way you see yourself, now you begin to do things to alter yourself, to get yourself to look the way that you want it to look. Yeah. You know, some people have surgeries on themselves because they still haven't forgiven themselves. Some people blame themselves for their looks. Some people blame themselves because other people of the opposite sex or the same sex didn't find them attractive. They didn't want them. So they go and they do particular things. Some people, because their parents rejected them, they end up going and altering themselves. And then it begins to create this cycle, this cycle because, see, the enemy hates you. The enemy's not going to tell you you're forgiven. The enemy's not going to tell you that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. God, look, God is so obsessed with us, y'all, that he went and had asked his own son to be murdered just so he could have some one-on-one time with us. <laughs> Yo, I don't care what you did. You could have murdered somebody. Look, look, let me, let, me, let me get real, real with this, okay? All right? Because we need to hear. Listen, you all, what I'm talking about and what this message is on this month, God bless Dion for this message. This is the epitome of the good news. This is why it's good news. You go and interview somebody, and they're in jail. You come to them and say, I have good news. If somebody's in jail, guess what the first thing, one of the first things don't come to their mind if you tell them they got good news and you coming as a lawyer to them. 
They're like, they about to reduce my sentence. They're about to let me out of here. This is the good news. The good news is we were supposed to be punished. But we're innocent. We've been made innocent. And we can now enjoy the benefits of innocency. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me I done sat here and I done murdered this person? I done sat here. Look, let me let me get deep. Let me tell you something. I remember the Lord had to challenge me. This was some years ago. It's around 2012 when I first started leading prayer. And he had to challenge me first. And then from challenging me, that's when I was able to teach the intercessors. I couldn't even do it until he challenged me first. And there was this topic that I was looking up because we were praying about the mountain of family. And there was a situation with molestation. Um, I saw these, these statistics and it brought up something in my heart. It brought up something in my heart where I had never looked at it like this before, but about people that were child molesters that go and they, you know, grown men go and pray on, you know, little boys. I think it was that topic I was thinking about something. And, you know, it brought up something in my heart of, hey, if this person got convicted and came to the altar, could you pray and minister salvation to him? Yeah. Real talk, brought up something in the heart. Because the point that I'm getting to is this. Even the things that we consider to be the most detestable things in society, Jesus died on the cross for it. Okay? If you're on this line, nobody's calling you out. And you feel like you've done that in the past. And you're still beating yourself up about it. If you ask the Lord for forgiveness, once he forgives you, you're innocent. You have been made innocent. Innocent. You mean to tell me God don't have that on my record no more? Nope. That's what, that's what he's telling you. That's what he's telling you. Yeah. I ended up having to minister to someone like that. And, and listen, when I tell you the shame that, that, that rests upon someone who, who comes to Christ and they realize, like, you know, like that's that thing that they've done, the burden of shame that rests on them is so intense. But it's a lie because the good news is you've been forgiven. Regardless of what society says, regardless of what we say, you've been forgiven. Come on. There are some people we've had to minister to. They've had abortions. And when they really get the revelation that abortion is murder, when they really get the revelation of that, there is such a shame. 
you find out that they've been carrying it around for so long that they suppressed. And there are different ways that some women suppress it. There are some women we've ministered to who they've been living life after their abortion, raising the children that they have. But the entire time they're raising their children, there's an inner voice telling them that they're a horrible mother. I'm not making up scenarios. I'm telling y'all real life. There's an inner voice telling them they're a horrible mother. And the reason that there's an open door to that inner voice telling them that is because they still haven't forgiven themselves for that abortion that they had. Yeah. This is this is real stuff we talking about. But guess what? I got good news for you. <laughs> I got good news for you. Jesus has rendered you innocent. Yes. The accuser of the brethren tried to accuse you before the judge. And guess what the judge said? Not guilty. Because your defense attorney, Jesus, the advocate, did more than just say, I'm going to defend I'm going to defend you to the point of, I'm going to go and pay the punishment for you. Can you imagine your defense attorney saying, Your Honor, yes, my defendant murdered five people, and they're supposed to do be sentenced to five life sentences. Your Honor, I motion the court that I be charged for all five murders. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take what they did and I'm going to put it on me. I'm going to take the bloody knife. Or I'm going to take the gun. I'm going to put my fingerprints on it. So now it's going to make it look like I did it. Come on. Put me in jail. Let me pay the price. This is what Jesus did for us, y'all. This is the gospel. This is the gospel. The good news. Forgiveness. And this is why the Lord has a problem when we don't forgive other people. This is why he has a problem. Because he's like, the things I forgave you for, and you were guilty. And I'm treating you like you ain't done nothing. You were supposed to be in hell. Burning. Right now. Right when we on this call. Come on. You're supposed to be burning. Imagine if you would have died in your sins. Before saying yes to Jesus. Come on, y'all. Imagine if we would have died. I think about that often because it, it really makes me thank the Lord more. Them times I'm in that motel and I didn't fell asleep. Come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I didn't fell asleep. 
Come on. Come on. That time that gun was to my head, but the dude ain't pulled the trigger when they, when they, when they robbed me. Because I was out there doing some stuff I had no business doing. For real. And got caught, caught lacking. Telling you. Them times where I'm up there just, just being drinking, going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Get drunk, highs, whatever. Then I sit there and I fall asleep. I could have woke up in hell. And you think hell has has a sentencing date on it? Well, we say you'll be in hell for three years and then you could get out. Ain't no get out. It's people right now that's burning in hell while we on this phone call. This is real. This is real. You and I had the privilege of being on this call because we said yes to Jesus. Now, if there is somebody on this call right now that has not said yes to Jesus, but you on this call, the Lord has you on here to hear this. Because the Lord, every single person, the Lord gives them a chance. Come on, the Lord tries to chase you down. The Lord will speak to you. He'll even visit you in your dream if he got to. Because it's not his desire that any should perish. Come on. If you're on this call right now, this is a this is a beautiful time for you to say yes to Jesus if you haven't. He said, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead, then you shall be saved. What do we have to confess it with your mouth? That I'm confessing that, you know, Jesus lived. He died for my sins. What does die for my sins mean? That means that Jesus paid the price. He took the punishment that was supposed to be given to me. I believe that Jesus took the punishment. I believe that Jesus died because of this punishment. But I believe that when Jesus died, he rose again and is alive today. Come on. If you tell the Lord that, you're saved. It's that simple. You don't have to say a sinner's prayer. There's no sinner's prayer in the Bible. Hallelujah. And to some of us that are on here, that are walking around with unforgiveness towards ourselves, Listen, no condemnation, but I would ask you, hey, you need to go back and check your fruit. And what do I mean? I got to ask you, do you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins? Let's just go right back to the basics. Because if you walk around having forgiven yourself, there's somewhere in their heart 
where you don't believe that Jesus died for that sin. Real talk. Why am I telling you this? Because I want you to be free. Oh, forget me. Jesus wants you to be free. I told y'all, I'm just telling you the Bible. I'm just telling you the simplicity of the gospel, the good news. And on the flip side, on the flip side, this is why the Lord has a problem when we don't forgive. Because he's like, look, okay, I didn't forgave you of everything. I not only forgave you of what you've done, I forgave you for what you're going to do tomorrow. <laughs> I forgave you. And you have the nerve to walk around and, and not forgive the other person? Now, I'm going to tell you all something. I'm not saying that forgiveness is easy to the flesh. So, but what I am saying is the Lord will give you grace to forgive. If you can't forgive the person, ask the Lord for grace. I get so irritated when I hear people come up with all of these different reasons and these things about um, why somebody can't be forgiven or, you know, I, you can forgive them, but, you know, you don't forget and all of this other stuff that ain't nowhere in the Bible. It it grieves me, and it grieves me because at the end of the day, this is totally contrary to what we profess. How am I going to profess to be someone who represents Jesus? Who is Jesus? What makes Jesus Jesus? The reason that his story is different from everybody else's is because he went and died for guilty people. He forgave guilty people. This is the essence of who Jesus is. Not Buddha, not Muhammad, not Hare Krishna, not Confucius, not the universe. Come on. Not none of them gods or goddesses. Or ancestors in Santa in 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 um in Santeria, Voodoo, Yaruba. None of them died for us. Not Isis, not Horus, not Ra. Where you wanna go? None of them died for us. None of them forgave us of all of our sins. Some of those um faiths I named. You actually have to do things to make yourself righteous. Jesus did the thing to make you righteous. That's what makes our faith different. He did the thing. He made you righteous by what he did. Come on. Who are we not to forgive? I pray that the spirit of conviction will rest upon us right now. That if you have not forgiven yourself, that you will. I pray that the spirit of conviction will rest upon us, that if you have not forgiven your brother, your sister, your aunt, your auntie, your molester, the one who violated you, come on.
the one who physically abused you? Come on. The person who had you fired unjustly? The person who schemed to have you jumped on? Come on, there's a whole lot of things. This thing is just popping up in my heart to just say on this line. These things are present on this line. Come on. Some of us still haven't forgiven our father. Earthly. Come on. Some of us still haven't forgiven. Some of us are still walking around with deep family wounds and have not forgiven those those individuals. We've said we've forgiven them. But deep down, let me let me tell you what forgiveness from the heart means. Matthew chapter 18. Going back to that again. Because he says if you don't forgive from the heart. Let me let me, let me break down what forgiving from the heart means. Forgiving from the heart looks like this. I forgive you to where I'm open to anything that God would tell me to do with you from this day forward. Notice the words I use. I'm open to anything that God would tell me to do with you from this day forward. Let me say that again, because sometimes the accuser of the brethren, you know, tries to come up and put that stuff in our ear so we can't hear that truth because that's not what our flesh wants to hear. So that he doesn't confuse it, I'm going to say it again. Forgive you to the point to where I would do whatever God tells me to do with you. In other words, you're saying, God, I'm opening my heart to you in this area. Lord, if you want me to write them a letter to tell them they are the greatest things since sliced bread, I will do it. Not because I'm some morally correct person, not because I want to do it, but because I love you. And if you're telling me to do it, come on, this this is forgiven from the heart. And it's important that we know that because God is God. That means if that person is still harmful or toxic, he's not going to put you in harm's way. But we have to trust God. Do you know some of us are abusers? or former abusers have been crying out and asking God for a second chance and we don't even know it. They've been crying out in secret saying, God, I feel so bad for what I did. Lord, or some some of them, they know that their days are numbered. They feel like they're going to die soon. And their one last wish is they just wish that they can ask forgiveness to the person that they did the particular thing to. How would there even be space to do that if we've totally blocked them out? Now, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm not saying that there's a problem with with blocking them out of setting boundaries. My issue is as long as it's God endorsed. The boundary that should be set should be a godly boundary. It should be the boundary that God has set. Some of us want to go and ask, go back and ask God, is the boundary that I have set up against whoever 
Is it a godly boundary? Is this the, the border that you wanted established? Or is this the border that I established because I was motivated by my trauma? For real. For real. See, you know, the Bible says that God gives us peace within our borders. See, when God sets up a boundary, you'll have total peace. This is what forgiveness looks like. This is what the name of this line is declare victory. This is what victory looks like. When we're walking around like this, this is also what Jesus looks like. To where people would say, my gosh, who is your God? Hallelujah. So I want to say a general prayer because I could talk about this for ages. Biblically, all right? I pray that this stirred you up. I pray that this provoked you. Anything that I said, go and take it to God. But when you take it to God, take it to him with an open heart, okay? Take it to him with an open heart. Open heart meaning, God, if the way that I believe is okay, let me know. But, Lord, if the way that I believe is not okay, will you let me know? Okay? It's just like that. That's the open heart. Hallelujah. And if the Lord wants you to forgive something and you don't feel that you can forgive, that's fine. Sometimes forgiveness is a, it's a miracle ministry. So you want to ask the Lord for grace. Lord, will you give me the grace to forgive? And what does the Bible say? Our God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We need to forgive. God will supply that. He will supply the grace that is needed to forgive. Come on. And bring healing in the heart. And I'm going to say this one last part, and then I'm going to pray. This is one last part. In Genesis chapter 50, it's the first time the word forgive is mentioned in the Bible. And when you look up the word, it's a word that means to lift. When you forgive, something gets lifted. In other words, when you don't forgive, that means something is sitting on you. There's a weight or something, not just sitting on you, but sitting on the individual as well. When we forgive, that thing gets lifted off. Come on. Come on. We want to forgive people of God. We don't want that thing to sit on us no more. You don't want that thing sitting on your heart no more because it makes us blind. Come on. It messes up our discernment. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Hmm. Come on. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. 
Jesus, we thank you that you are worthy. Oof. You are worthy of all glory, all honor, and all power. You are worthy. You are worthy. Hmm. You were slain for us. You were slain for us. You are worthy of all praise. You were slain for our guilt. You were slain for what we did. How merciful you are. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I ask even now that you would bless us with the spirit of grace. Bless us with the spirit of grace. Let the spirit of grace begin to be released on this call. Hallelujah. For every single person, Lord, whose heart has been pricked and who desires to forgive, even for those, Lord God, who said, God, I want to forgive, I just don't know how. Lord, bless them with the grace. Lord, I, I pray for those, Lord, that, that are wrestling right now with this, that are wrestling with it. Lord, I pray that you would cause the eyes of their understanding to become enlightened, that they would know the hope of their calling. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. That you've come to, to lift the weight. Lord, you've been lifting weights all this month. All this month. Lord God, there has been planting going on all this month. There's been watering going on all this month. Thank you that you are giving the increase. Hallelujah. I bless this call. I bless the people that are on here. Hallelujah. And Lord, we just pray, let the miracles of forgiveness come forth. Let the testimonies of forgiveness, Lord God, break forth. I pray, Lord, it is releasing a ripple effect of victory in the bloodline and in their lives. Lord, we pray this for all of us, myself included. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I'm sorry I went, I went a little long, um, but we're going to open up this next portion. Um, I want to tell everybody, I do not mind at all how real you want to be, okay? Um, even if you have a problem with something I said, let me make this very clear. I do not have a problem with you coming and contesting what I said. I just ask that we do it respectfully. Respectfully meaning that so it's not, you know, an argument. Like, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to you. You can go. I'm telling you, if you got any problem, please speak it. It's okay. The Bible says, come, let us reason together. Okay? But I don't want this to be some dictatorship where it's just you just come on here and it's just my thoughts, my opinion, and that's it. And can't nobody say nothing. No, 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 no. Speak your heart. And, you know, we'll just use the Bible to, you know what I'm saying? Go about it, you know? And if I said something wrong, I will apologize. I have no problem with doing that. All right? But but let's, let's come on. God wants us to be free. So we're going to open up the call right now.
Good morning. Good morning. It's sunshine. Just want to thank hey. you for your dedication. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Gloria. And hey, sunshine. Mm-hmm. Gloria, you already know. You my people's. Hey, sir. Good, Good morning, morning Happy um, Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. Great day. Hey, ha- happy Tuesday to you. And what up, Dee Dee? Tell, tell, tell young Manny I said what he do. That was hell. Jesus love us. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> You sound like Dee Dee, my bag. What up? It's all good. Wait, we sounding alike now, Phil? I'm here, yeah, because I'm I'm hearing like like two voices at a time. So y'all forgive me, forgive me. This this is about forgiveness. So forgive me. <laughs> no worries. Forgive that was me. Sylvia in the beginning too, not Gloria, but Sylvia. Oh Jesus, see, look at me. <laughs> It's still all love, bro. Still all love. Love you much. This is glory. <laughs> Good morning, Hallelujah. it's Krishanda. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Great declaration. Krishanda. Good morning. What up? Good morning, Naomi. A great decoration this morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Amen. Praise God. Good morning. Top of the morning, man of God. Um, thank you for your declaration. This Miss Sabrina. You know, um, you touch bases on a lot of stuff. I'm gonna keep it real short and sweet and simple. You know, you was talking about the abortions and stuff like that. And and I love how you kept it real. You know what I'm saying? Because you keep it real. Thank you for being a messenger. And I heard mm. a lot of stuff, right? And 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 I do want God to forgive me for all that I have done. How dare you, Sabrina, walk around and not forgive? But I belong to another fellowship, right? And and it's called making amends. I'm not on that step yet. So what you what I've been on here the whole month. My birthday was October twenty third, it's Libra and Scorpio month, right? And I'm so glad that I know to connect. You know how you put your phone on the charger, you gotta get charged up. So I'm so glad that I know to tap in at six o'clock and get charged up. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Everybody God bless you. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Watson. Grace here. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Good morning. This is Good morning. Good morning and good morning. Good morning and good morning. Good morning, this is Monica. Thank you for your declaration. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Miss Gigi. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Apostle. 
<laughs> Good morning. This is Sonya. I think my tea got hot or my tea got real hot. I had to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> that tea got real hot. I said, ooh, let me put this cup down. That cup was hot. It was like, ooh, he it was like, he coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm going back on mute. All right. This is uh, good morning, man of God. This is Joyce. Um, thank you for such a wonderful declaration, and God bless everyone on the line. Amen. God bless you. <laughs> good morning. This is Pastor Ricky. Powerful, excellent declaration. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. God bless you, and good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Jr. Thank you. Thank you very much. Jr. What it do? All right. So, any comments, questions, and if not, it's all good. Yo. Can you hear me? Hold on. Yeah, what up? Let me get the phone right away. What up, bro? It's your sister. Oh, my God. Yep. First of all, thank you just for loving on my son. He still feels the anointing from that prayer. And for you showing up, oh, my God, I'm still in bless the Lord mode. But I wanted to say, when you were touching on um, the guilt and not letting go in for women, that abortion piece, but Declare Victory has a page. I've said it before. It's Beauty for Ashes. It's not as active as it should be. But if there's any woman, I don't care if that abortion was, when you, you could be 75, you could have been in your teens. Tap into Beauty for Ashes so you can get delivered and let that guilt go. Because yeah. some people yeah. aren't free. And when you talked about the parenting, I never thought about it like that. Some women who had abortions and now they're mothers, you know, they have children. They're 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 in guilt and condemnation when they're yes. done because of what they've done. So yes. that was so amazing. So again, beauty for ashes is a is is in the if you want to connect and we can get we can get delivered. It's it's very private and it, nobody knows your business because it's me who can let you in, sister. So please don't continue to walk around with condemnation on something that Jesus and then the way you broke down the crucifixion. Man, I'm at work in tears. I love you. I just wanted to say that. It's happy tie-dye dead at the school, so I have uh, to go be tie-dye with these babies over here. I love you, brother. <laughs> love you, too. Yes. Good morning. I have a question. Oh, yes. Sorry. Come on, question. Oh. Come on. My question is... Um, so every day I've been listening and listening and listening to how we're supposed to forgive and, you know, God wants us to forgive. He forgave us. But what do you do when it, like, happens daily? Like every single day you try and you try and that person just, you know, they don't get it. They don't get that you're trying to forgive and you're giving them all this grace and mercy and they just continue to take advantage of it. That is a great question. And you want to know what I'm, where I'm going to go for the answer? Please tell me. I'm going to go to the Bible because Jesus actually gives an answer for that. 
and it's in the chapter that I was talking about. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. You believe the Bible is true, right? Absolutely. Okay. You said, ooh, you said absolutely. <laughs> so here comes the part now. Now I have to challenge myself with this too. This is good. So I'm going to read this. And actually, there's another version I want to find for you too. Because there's this other one. I saw two that really tripped me out based off of this story. So hold on. Let me see. Is that because I have the wrong version? Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. So it is Matthew chapter 18. It's the chapter that I was uh, touched on some Matthew chapter 18 and I think I'm going to give you the passion translation alright so later Peter approached Jesus I'll start it for verse 21 Matthew 18 verse 21 and 22 later Peter approached Jesus and said how many times do I have to forgive my fellow believer who keeps offending me seven times. So Peter was like, what? Do I got to forgive him seven times? Jesus answered, not seven times, Peter, but 70 times, seven times. Now, I want to tell you something. I had one time really like was trying to break the scripture down just for myself. You know, for me, just working on my own forgiving others. And I remember when it smacked me in the face. So 70 times 7 is 490. So at first I'm like, all right, well, why would the Lord put a limit on number? And then I started to think about it. It takes a lot for us to forgive somebody one time. I'm talking about like real forgiveness, not that, you know, Forgive, but don't forget that. If if somebody offends us twice, usually after that second time, oh, it's a wrap. We done. I'm I'm not forgiving you. Let alone getting a third time to do it, a fourth time, where you have to forgive them, I'm saying. Not that they keep doing a thing over and over, but how many times have you forgiven them? And I thought about it. He said 490 times. We wouldn't even allow a person to even get to two or three, let alone 490. Okay? So I would challenge you with this for a couple of reasons. One, you forgiving somebody produces a freedom in your own heart. And so the opposite is also true. When you don't forgive, there's a bondage that's in the heart. You're forgiving. You want to, you want to experience and feel the liberty that's in that heart. You don't want to feel that heaviness. But the second part is this. It's in the forgiveness 
that you open the door for God to be your defense in the situation. Because God is seeing an individual who's saying, you know what, God? I'm literally putting the judgment in your hands. You see what's going on. I'm allowing you to be my defense or my defender in this situation. So I would encourage you, the person who continues to do it, right? I would encourage you, you know, you go and you forgive them. And you know what I'm saying? Whatever that thing looks like, ask the Lord, what does forgiveness look like in that situation? This way you make it very intimate and you're inviting the Lord into the situation. Just ask the Lord for yourself, Lord, what does forgiveness look like in this situation? And please, I'm begging you, ask him from an open heart. Meaning, don't ask him from a place of, all right, Lord, I already know what you're going to say, but, you know, or asking him from a place of you're looking for the voice that's going to agree with your thoughts. Okay? Ask him from that place of I'm open, just in case I hear something that I don't want to hear. Okay? And and I'm telling you, God isn't going to just keep having you forgive if something doesn't end up happening. Because the Bible even talks about when we do good to our enemies, when when we do good to them, you know, how there's something that's actually happening. Talks about the coals of fire being heaped upon their head. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I don't look at the coals of fire. Now, I'm just telling you me. I don't look at it from a place of a bad thing. I look at it from the place of Song of Solomon's chapter 8, verse 6, where it talks about love is a violent flame. But then it talks about how it's coals. You know, it talks about the coals of love. And so I believe that when we're forgiving somebody, when we lose that forgiveness, it heaps the coals of the fire of God's love. And remember, love, like it can't, you, you can't quench it with many waters. It's violent. People either have to run away from love or they have to allow love to just totally consume them and transform them. Come on. But they can't coexist with it. They can't coexist with it. Come on. So th- did that answer make sense to you? Very much so. Thank you so much. You will. It Amen. gives me somewhere to go back and look too when I forget. Yeah. yeah. And and be pro be proactive about the forget again. You know what I'm saying? Make sure because sometimes we say, Oh yeah, I forgive you, but really in our heart we haven't really forgave that person. You wanna know what's mm. a real good real good heart check to do? And this is something I've done too seriously. Like, yo, it's it's it'll trip you out. Ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Is there any, could you bring to my mind anybody that I need to forgive? And I'm telling you, there have been times where Holy Spirit has brought people to my mind. And I'm like, wait a minute. I I didn't even know I had that. I I thought I forgave him. He might, well, Holy Spirit, what what do I need to forgive him? And then he'll bring up that incident that you thought you forgave them for. He'd be like, nah, you you ain't really forgiven. You still got some stuff up in your heart about that. Come on. And you ask Holy Spirit for the grace to forgive them. And then sometimes, Sometimes you might even, t- uh, it's, you know, do, I call it mercy gifts. You know what I'm saying? Challenge your heart in that matter. You know what I mean? Challenge your heart in that matter. Say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to look, okay, I'm about to work this forgiveness out. You know what, where that person at? 
I'm about to come show this person so much love. They they gonna feel guilty because I'm blessing them so much. <laughs> okay, they gonna be ready. To, I'm about to I'm about to bless this person up right now. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And then you really Amen. realize you really realize how much offense is in your flesh when it's time for you to go and do it. <laughs> your flesh is mm. like no. You know what I'm saying? For real. So I hope that answered your question. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a good one. You too. Amen. Amen. Anybody uh, else? Well, I'm glad my cousin Didi. I'm glad my cousin Didi asked me to get on the call. This is Andre. And I asked my what dad Andre? to hop on the call too. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? And it's 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 amazing because forgiveness is something that is uh, so needed in the world. And I'll just I'll just give you my quick two cents. Um, what I've decided to do uh, some some time ago was just to forgive regardless of how I felt about it. Mm. I said I'm following what God would want me to do, regardless mm. of how my flesh may feel, because I always feel better when I'm doing what God wants me to do, regardless mm. of how my flesh may feel about it, right? Because I do know the love of God overcomes all of those things. And sometimes yeah. in our, in our spiritual journey, in our spiritual journey, we're, uh, we're, we're, we, we might be immature. We might be weak. We, you know, we got to keep on, keep at it, keep at it. But the, but the go-to is the cliff note is just do what God would have you to do. Get in mm. that position yourself to do that, regardless about how you feel. Okay, just do what he would have you do, and guess what? It always works out right. So that's my little cheap cheat, and that's my little two cents. <laughs> <laughs> Pop, she there? He might have dropped off. Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, okay. All right. What's your two cents? Well, I mean, all I know that love covers a multitude of faults. And when you start looking at people's uh, defects, uh, you know they were there all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yes, we sir. We yes, sir. I'm listening to you. Okay, people had just didn't start being like that. They were there all the time. But what but what you knew is that you loved them, so you were able to overlook that. It's only mm-hmm. when the love went out that you started to say, well, my wife don't wash dishes and she don't cook for me and she don't keep the house clean but she spent up all the money. Then you start to complain, but that was there all the time. So a person has to get back in contact with the love portion, right? Mm-hmm. The love, the yeah. And not 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 the negative energy, but the positive energy. If that makes sense, am I making sense? Amen. The positive part of it, you know. And then when you talk about the positive part of it, you know, you know, uh, I love the way she makes me feel. You know, uh, the hug, the the, the smile. Or, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and we pray that you get better. Yeah, in those areas. 
And that, but there is a time when you can come and say, "Honey, I love you, and your smile is so beautiful." But I, I wish you, you would take a little time and clean the house a little better. And I'm going to help you. And I'm going to help you. Right. And, and so, that's that's encouragement to encourage them. Right. Sometimes you have to teach them, or you have to be taught. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, Pops, I think the, so, the thing they're talking about, though, is after so hold on, so hold on, you tell hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick, my brother, uh, Andre, real quick. One, one, let me let me do this. Let me do this. First of all, um, what's your dad's name? I want to be respectful. What's his last El, name? Yeah, Elder Leonard Farr. Elder Leonard Farr. F-A-R-R? Yeah, F-A-R. F is in Frank. A-R-R. Yes, sir. Okay. So, Elder Farr, um, first of all, I want to say thank you for your wisdom um, and for sharing that about love covers a multitude of sins. Um, you know, and even giving those practical examples, uh, I believe that that's, uh, that was so on point and in line um, to what we're doing, even to the last uh, thing that we were just saying, the love covering a multitude of sins. Um, and so with that forgiveness, thing that's being released right now, um, that atmosphere that's on this call, I want to ask you, Brother Dre, did you personally, did you have like a question or something that you wanted to, you personally, you know what I'm saying, <gasps> wanted to offer up for something right now? You know what's funny? I'm glad you asked me that. I didn't because my cousin just texted me and said, hop on the call. I didn't know what the call was. She just said it was about forgiveness. And when I got on, you was jumping right in the stuff I needed to hear. So my question was answered as soon as I got on. So I didn't know, you know, so I just okay. appreciate this. I appreciate Didi for, for inviting me. And I was hey, on the phone with my dad, so I invited him. Yes, yeah, Didi. Yes, Didi invited his father. Now, do me, a <laughs> do me a favor, y'all. Now, we are no, we're on the portion where... Um, I love you all's freedom, please. I want you to, you know, just keep being free. So the portion that we're on now, because there are like, you know, a few people that are on here, it's kind of like, you know, we might drop a comment or but and a lot of times ask it a question or certain things like that. And we, we want to make sure that we keep our phones on mute. You know what I mean? Because oh, some of us, uh, we might, yeah, yeah, on, until it's time, to, you know, for you to say something. You know what I mean? So that way, people don't get distracted at everything. Is that cool? Amen. I'm just on mute. I'm back on mute again. My Amen. Man, my be man. With you. My man. Thank y'all so much, man. I'll I be so happy when I hit a brother. Like, for real, for real. For real. And the elder just dropped that wisdom. Is there anybody else that wants to share? Philip. Good morning. This is Ruth. Hello. Hey, Miss Ruth. Ruth. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Um just try to I just try to get my um my niece's um fiance on the line just now, but he wasn't available. And so um this was so heavy for me. Like I'm not sure what city or state you're in, but we can use you right now as a mediator. So my niece died on October fifteenth. And she was, I'm going to try to make it super quick. 
<clears throat> she was raised by my mom since she was three. Um, since in the last 25 years, she probably seen her mom maybe once or twice or maybe once. And so, um, of course, we had to call her mom because she passed and she, because she's the next of kin, she has to make the decisions. Well, my niece has been ready to be picked up from the morgue um, since last Wednesday. And she's making it very difficult for us to continue with the, the, the funeral arrangements. And so um, we at this point, we've been back and forth. And, you know, my mom is one of those that she's, she's older and she's, you know, she's kind of hard to forgive. And so <clears throat> she's um, holding a lot of stuff. But yesterday, because I'm just now getting well, I've totally lost my voice. And right now my body is aching. So I told my mom yesterday, I'm out of it. I can't do it because it's taking a toll on my body. The family's going back and forth. So um, I, I tried to get Ishmael on the line, who's a fiance, who's been with her for the last six years, and seeing her suffer from her mom not being there. So the bottom line is this. We're here today. No funeral yet. She wants to... Um, She's she just not giving us access to the body. And we, and, and without having no communication with this child for 25 years, just making it difficult. So I'm out of it. I told him, my mom is like, she's just like, okay, she's no longer here. Take the body. Y'all do what y'all want to with it because she has no money, no nothing. So she wants us to pay for everything, but she doesn't want us to be involved in the burial. She wants to make all the decisions. And so, you saying this this morning, talking about forgiveness, and no matter what it is, just let it go. You know, I've let it, I let it all go yesterday because I was so tired. And so I'm asking everybody to lift my mom up in prayer because she's at the point because she raised this child and then she lost her father in 1995. She's at the point, she's like, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. If, I, if God take me now, I'm ready to go because it's just overwhelming for her. And mm. so... um. It's just tough right now because yesterday the fiance is now at the point that says we're done. Everybody is just going to throw their hands up. We're going to have a memorial without the body and just continue to move on. Because now the mother, he gave the mother the, the funeral home to take the body to. She's now sent the body to another funeral home and excluded me. Hey, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. Hey, Ruth. Yes, That's sir. too many details. <laughs> I know, I know. We pray. That's a lot. I'm That's overwhelmed. a lot. Let's talk so offline. Pray for the family and pray that we can get past this. But thank you for the declaration. Yo, that's what's up. You know what? We definitely will pray. Um, and you know, the Bible says, uh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So I actually want to give you a, uh, particular technique, you know, the fact that you know the Lord, um, all the Lord needs is one. Um, you can provide that gateway for him. You can open that door for him to come in into the situation. And so, um, you, you can pray and, and ask for that gate. That gate to be open. Um, for the Lord to really come in um, into that situation, um, and so I would, I would, uh, if I was you, I would pray and ask for the peace of God to come into that situation, but also for the counsel of the Lord. You want to pray for the counsel of the Lord 
to be released into that situation. You know what I mean? For the counsel of the Lord shall stand. Um, the thoughts of his heart are to all uh, uh, generations. God has a particular counsel um, that he wants to release. And so, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we invite your counsel into this situation. We invite the counsel of the Lord. We invite the counsel of the Lord into this situation. Father, let your counsel be released. Let your counsel stand. Hallelujah. Let your counsel be released and let your counsel stand. Father, we pray that your counsel, Father, we pray for your counsel to be released in this situation. Father, that you would give her counsel. Lord, let your peace be released in this situation that passes all understanding. Lord, go beyond the understanding of how they are processing this particular thing now. Begin to open up the doors of their understanding. Lord, to really see the things that are in operation. Show them what to bind. Show them what to lose, Father. Lord, that great breakthrough may be brought in this situation. Thank you that you're going to do this for your namesake. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Uh, amen. Thank you. Thank you for um, allowing us to, uh, giving us the honor to pray for you as well, too. A burrito? You yes said no. pray for a burrito? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Israel, I just want to um, thank you for um, Genesis 50, the lifter, because that forgiveness part will definitely free you and make you feel like the weight of whatever that thing is has been lifted off of you if you, you know, wholeheartedly forgive. So that was huge because that's a real thing that it really is. So thank you. Question, mm. question. Amen, amen, amen. Come on. Hey, Phil. It's Beatty again. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. Change my earpod. Earpod. Um, I wanted you to, when you were talking about um the lady smoking, when you went to the deliverance at the church that's not familiar with that, I can only imagine you, right? Because you're like, listen, I'm here to do this. If they don't want to accept it, good. But the laughter that you bring, that's what, and I'm trying not to be silly because it is a prayer call, but I'm just grateful for. Wait, 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 wait. Talk, about, talk about what you mean. Yeah. You, you tried to be you, serious with so a prayer call. You laughing now. You can laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You went to that church and they didn't they didn't make you leave and all that stuff. You were able to, to really witness to that because when you're holding on to unforgiveness and bitterness, and then like you said, we get caught up in then the, the addictions come. And it's not just drinking and alcohol. It, it could be women. It could be money. It could be shopping. It could be whatever it is. Um when you're not really, and the way you broke, I can't stop thinking about the way you broke down the crucifixion. Like from the crown of thorns, everything was so vivid for me this morning. And how important it really is that we just don't say it. And the young lady that was um, asking about every day, 
every day if somebody keeps offending you once there because my niece just asked me the same thing. We also have to use wisdom. At some point, you got to set healthy boundaries. Spiritual restraining orders are a thing. Like if you keep going back into the, like me, when they say I'm going to the enemy's camp, well, I'm not, not, not purposefully. Because some stuff that was taken from me, he can keep it. Because what was mine is mine. What was taken and lawful will be restored. So there's sometimes we just got to use our wisdom in every fight, give it to the Lord. But that, that the, the share this morning was phenomenal. But you know you dope, so I just have to add that. Uh, yo, you dope. Yo, I would tell, I would tell you this, um, and I've talked about it earlier, um, with the boundaries. We want boundaries set. But we want to ask God to establish the boundaries because sometimes God will take us out of situations that we shouldn't be in. But sometimes God would allow us to be in situations because there's something that he's trying to bring forth. So, you know, um, there's there's some bigger thing. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, this, This is the first thing that popped in my heart. You know, if Joseph wasn't in the prison, he would never got the chance to uh, interpret the dream. And if he never would have interpreted the dream, he would have never got put in position to get that promotion to be the governor of Egypt. So, you know, that's why we want to ask God for his boundaries. And once we get God's boundaries of a situation, then we can walk in boldness in that particular thing. Um, Knowing like, yo, that God got me here. And we can say it with total confidence. Hallelujah. Because some people uh, leave certain things um, when they're not supposed to leave. Um, they And when I mean leave certain things, I mean leave certain things prematurely, uh, maybe before uh, uh, the time is allotted. So all of this, you all, just goes back to asking God, inviting God in a situation, and asking him from a sincere, pure-hearted place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, good morning, Dr. Phil. This is Moxie. How you doing this morning? What up? What it do? Oh, God. What it do? Such a blessing. You know? <laughs> you. You. That's what. Man. You. Come you on now. such an amazing, 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 amazing declaration, man. When I tell you, it was like you were, that's what I love about you. You do, you do it all in love. And you, we, we. Actually, I'm just saying to myself, I felt that even in when you brought us into, you know, speaking to us, you know, about forgiving our, um, you know, the people who have violated us, the molesters, you know, or the rapists, from yeah. we, who, you know, it's, it's a lot of us, you know what I'm saying, who have yeah. been offended in that way. Yeah. But how you walked us in there in such a way with he is, he, oh, God. You know, he is right there to asking to be forgiven, how God has forgiven him, how his desire or her desire yeah. can be to be forgiven. But the love of looking at it in that way and, you know, because, wow, glory be to God. Jesus, you're such an amazing God. You, you know, just, just seeing it in that way, you know, I understand that um, 
he has walking me, um, you know, in, into forgiving my uncle. I truly, truly know that. But also seeing it in, in that light of what he did on the cross, you know, also for him. You know, like that was not just for me. That was for him too. You know, and when you ask that question, you know what I'm saying, would you be able to deliver, you know, um, do deliverance, you know what I'm saying, to to someone, you know, who have confessed that, right? Like flat out right there, you know, how would you be able to walk them in to it? You know, and I was like, wow, God, you know, because I see what he's doing in me, you know, also with, 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 with giving me, um, with, with unplucking the, going deeper, you know what I'm saying? Unplucking me further in forgiveness. So what I, if I was in that situation, you know, he would be able to still use me, you know what I'm saying? With, with um minister to to that person you know what i'm saying because when you first said yeah. i was like i don't know about that part now you know oh hold up now that's a whole other subject but then i got to do me a favor hold on hold on mute your phone mute your phone please if you cough it's mute your phone okay keep talking so oh, i say yes you know i got convicted immediately when i said that and i um um, express that Holy Spirit convicted me immediately. So I do understand, you know, that we, what well, we have to be one to another that we cannot, we, we cannot judge. We don't know what the person sitting next to us have done. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or what, right. And he can, um, speak to you and you might, that person can confess and God may want to use you in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So it just, just, just really opened my eyes to even looking at it in that way that we got to love each other in spite of, you cannot look at the offense. You cannot look at the evil. You have to look, I have, I, I have to look at the love of what he done for us all. It wasn't just for all, all our sins. You know, we can't pick and choose the sins which, in which is greater. And then when you also, I'm sorry, I know I'm talking yeah. on you guys when you brought up the abortion thing and how that do roll over into our parenting. Holy Spirit convicted me in that and showing me that, you know, how you over parent mm. and try to over this. And I was like, mm. oh man, this is God be praised. Great declaration, man of God. I love you as always what you do. You listen and you deliver. I thank you. I thank you. Man, thank you too, man. That was so good. God bless you. God bless you. For real. See anybody else? Okay, this is Sister Tracy, Tenacious T. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes, yes. What up? I've been trying, and I said, oh, my God, my phone's been muted somehow, so thank you. I have a question. I'm new to going to work after 12 years' absence, and I went back to deal with a serious problem in a union, and because of that, I'm dealing daily with things that require forgiveness, but some things have happened that in the work world that you're supposed to take action on because it's a wrong that a person has done to not only to me, but maybe to others in the body or in the workplace. I have been constantly chastised by people that most likely don't know the Lord saying, you should be filing charges. You should be taking them to court. And I'm confused because I want to do this so right because God has been blessing me and giving me the desires of my heart 
why I intend you to forgive people on the outside, but I don't know. I'm confused about how you, you play like with it. Right. And <laughs> I want to do it right. I, I don't want to be considered not doing my job while I'm in, the, in my head as a Christian. I'm thinking I'm supposed to be just forgiving it and letting it go. And so that's my question. So let me say, I'm going to say a couple of things. I'm going to start with the last part and then go backwards. So with forgiving and letting it go, um, I want to kind of get into the mechanics of that because, you know, it's not that God is saying like, all right, hey, forget that, let it go, like from a place of like getting over it. You know, it's like really asking God for the grace to forgive. And when we ask God for the grace to forgive, the moment that we forgive, it begins to lift. It begins to leave itself. It's not our responsibility to uh, like make it go away. Our responsibility is simply, you know, to do the forgive. And then from once that open door is there, Holy Spirit comes to help us with the rest of that. Um, um, the, next, the next part is this. Do me a favor, whoever this is, could you please mute, or whoever these people are, could you please make sure your phone is muted? It's <laughs> for real. We didn't have burritos ordered, you know what I'm saying, deliveries. We had, yo. <laughs> Straight up. Yo, but uh, nah, it's all love. It's all love. So um, the other thing is when you talk about forgiving at the job and what people are telling you you should do, well, welcome to the club. People going to always be telling you what you should do. That's just life. You know, Jesus had brothers who was telling him what he should do. Hey, you should go out right now, this and that. And Jesus had to let him know, my time has not yet come. Okay? So my point of the matter is, is people are going to always say things, but there is someone that you need to be getting your advice from, and that is from the Lord. Scriptures tell you what to do. Scriptures tell you what to do in that situation. So you follow the word of God in that thing, because that's what you're going to need. Because we could sit here and give you advice on what to do and all that. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to be by yourself at your job. I ain't going to be at your job. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be there. So what are you going to do when that fire comes? You got to depend on the word of God. So I'd encourage you to find scriptures that will back up those particular things in your belief, in your faith. Find those scriptures that back up you forgiving final scriptures that back up um colossians 3:23. when you do anything do it unto the lord and not unto man you know what i'm saying so that you can find the joy of the lord at the workplace understanding that you're not working for a person you're working for the lord and and you're on assignment until the lord tells you to leave you know what i'm saying and and you come on and and god god's way always yields results always always yields results. So yes. did that answer your question? Yes, it did. Thank you. I hope Amen. Thank you, brother. Amen. Amen. And I pray you you stand strong doing doing the right thing. Okay? You if your heart is to do the thing of God, you know, you ask the Lord to to strengthen you with that. Um there's a scripture that I've been standing on. I actually was going to do a post about it. 
uh, yesterday and I didn't get a chance to. So I'm probably going to do it today. Uh, so please don't think I don't do the passive aggressive post. I can't stand that. So I, I don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So please don't think I'm posting about you if I put this post up. But I was going to post about from from Proverbs chapter three. The Lord is my confidence. You know what I'm saying? The Lord is my confidence. I love that declaration. I love that statement. The Lord is my confidence. And you got to stand in that. You want God to be your confidence. Hallelujah. You want him to be your security, your trust. He's the one you're putting all of your hope in. Hallelujah. Apostle, this is Sonia. You said a whole <laughs> bunch. Like I said, see, my tea got so doggone hot, I had to put it down. And I said you was coming out hot. And the moment you did that, I started seriously making a list of people that I needed to forgive and let go and just let it go because it was, it's doing harm to my physical body, but also my spirit. How, how is it? And you said it, how can the Lord forgive me and me hold somebody else? It's like I'm holding them captive and I shouldn't because he's not holding me captive to what I've done. Exactly. How I offended him and nobody, and here's the thing that nobody else knew about the things that I did in secret that he could, yeah. he could expose, he could expose me. He could take every, he can remove everything off and everybody know, but he didn't because he, he's hiding me in his secret Come place. Come on. Come on. Um, you know, it's like, and it, it really hit hard when you said, you said it hard seven times. It's like, whoo, because I asked him, I said, how many times I have to turn to see because they have offended me because they have done wrong and, I, and I've done everything. But have you really done everything, Sonia? That, that, that chin check, you, ooh, father, fix it. Um. And I started making my list. And mm. then I started walking around the house. I said, Lord, you, you keep hitting me today, this this here this here morning. Thing. And I thank you for this. Like you said, you, your your preference was this coming from him and not from you. Mm -hmm. I needed it this day. Because it's like a new beginning for me. So I appreciate you, Apostle. I pre I appreciate <laughs> you as a children thing. I appreciate you. <laughs> so whew, yeah, my, my tea is hot. My <laughs> thank you so much. I thank you so much. I thank you so much. Have a great hey, day, everyone. Hey, hey, Bill, this is Tanya. I know it, it may not sound like it, but I promise it is. Um, this is something that is really, really on my heart. I shouldn't even be talking. I know I shouldn't, but it really, um, I can't shake it. And I want to go back to, I think it was Tenacious P. The, the 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 lady that was talking about um what's going on at work um and this is and you don't necessarily need to comment I just want to make a general statement um sis what is important is that we we take the temperature of our heart um, when we are dealing with situations that where there has been an offense especially in the workplace there are laws and regulations within the state, um, federally, they're there to protect us, and they're there um, to address, and they are there to also address wrongs that have been done to us. So, if um, if somebody has wronged me at work, yes, I can forgive them. I can also take the action that is available to me. Number one. 
if whoever is building the house or whatever, I don't feel if you building the house, maybe you could put your phone on mute. But if whoever is building the house and they got tools and stuff, we hear all of that. So if you could check everybody, check your phone real quick, make sure you're on mute. So That was me building the house. I'm sorry. Stop building the house, brother. Build these lives. <laughs> but but so no seriously, this is because because so many people get confused about what they should do because they're trying to carry out the word of God and be, you know what I'm just like she was saying. And so I want to say this: if you are doing something out of trying to be vindictive, um, you know, following through with a wrong right? You're doing it to be vindictive. If you're doing it to, from a hateful place, that's wrong. Um, but if you've consulted the, the Lord and he's told you to move forward with how you process things, um, using the law to back you up or what have you, um, then you should go forth and do that. And you should not feel condemned about doing it. Because again, the laws and regulations, those things are in place for us, we just be, be, because I'm saved doesn't mean that I just let people take advantage of me. That I let just let because I forgive. I just let you keep offending me over and over and over. You never know. We may be in a position, and I'm not telling anybody to do one thing or the other. I'm saying for, check your heart and ask God. The Holy Spirit is our helper. The Holy Spirit, He's called Parakletos in the Greek. He will help us with every single situation if we ask. But when we ask, we ask in faith, and we don't go back and forth. We ask, we accept the answer, and we move forward with those directions. And let me tell you something. When God gives us directions, he will also supply us with the resources that are necessary in order for us to carry out whatever direction or whatever situation has happened. So it's a case-by-case basis. You must always first check your heart. Am I being vindictive? Am I trying to get back to this person, get back at this person? Am I trying to get the revenge myself? No, I'm not. This was wrong. There are laws in place to protect me. And for all we know, we're helping to um, ensure that this offender doesn't keep offending other people, people that may not be strong enough to say this happened to me. I, I hope that made sense. But I yes, don't want us leaving this call. I don't want us leaving this call feeling like I forgive and then there's nothing, you know, then I, I just got to take whatever is dished out to me. No. Yeah. I, no I didn't. do anything because I want to do it in the right heart. So thank you for telling me about the temperature. And that's a good analogy to do it. So I will continue seeking God, but I haven't done anything because I want to do it with the right heart. So thank you. Yeah. And that's why I told hey, can you I, to... Can I say one thing real yeah. quick, Phil, before you guys continue? Okay. Um, can, can you, what is that scripture? Is it uh, Psalms 25? Hold on, I'm going to find it. One second. About, about what, sir? Contend with those who contend with me. Oh. Even though you have right. the legal ramifications. Fight, fight against I mean, them or fight against me. Come on. Absolutely. I think it's. I love I that verse. Psalm 30, 30, 35. 35. 35, yeah. 
Kemp 35, 1 through 7. Hey, yes. Yeah, so just keep on, stand on that, confess it, yes. meditate on it, and, and, and move around. Yeah. And woman of God, I wanna I wanna say I wanna tell you like, yo, the reason that I even told you what I said was because, you know, obviously I don't know your situation. I don't know what it is, you know, the specifics or anything. You know. But I do know that by you going to the word and standing on the word, it's impossible for us to go to God and God not respond. You know what I mean? And I know that God, would, he's not going to allow you, this because this is part of our covenant. You know, we have a new covenant. So if you go into the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Like, like those that put their trust in the Lord, you know, happy are they. Happy is the one that puts their trust in the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 7. So I know that if you're going to him, you're standing on him in your, in your practices, but you're going to the scripture, like we were saying earlier, listen. God is going to tell you exactly what to do in those moments, in those situations. He's going to tell you exactly what to do because remember, he has to be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. He will lead you into the decisions to make or whatever. Because like I said, I don't know all of what what you you know are enduring um, or, or going through or whatever that thing is. So yeah, but I know he's going to tell you and like... Um, um, thank you, Tanya, for even sharing that, and then Dion even for coming with the Psalms 35. You know what I mean? Because our God will fight for us, straight up. He will, He will fight for us. I'm sad, man. It is a beautiful thing. <laughs> he will, He will fight for you, woman of God, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, for real. Yeah, thank you both. I'm, I'm a testimony of that. God will, God will fight for you, like straight up. He will, He will get your back. Like man, listen, you'll be sitting there like, dang, I didn't even know all that was going on. Straight up, God will get your back. Hey, I'm a firm believer hey. of that too. <laughs> Brother Phil, this is um, this is Natasha, and I just want to thank you um, for your declaration, and you always bring it and spark such um, great conversation and dialogue. And this just what happened transpired here today just is another reason um, why Declare Victory is such a wonderful um, form and ministry. Uh, in the Love, Life, and Victory, so many nuggets get dropped, and there's so many wise saints who come in. Tanya, thank you. Um, for what you shared, because I think that was really um, an important perspective, and it was something I was thinking yeah. before you spoke, and you said it much more succinctly than I I could have said it. Um, but the thing that came to mind, and Didi also brought this to my mind when she talked about setting boundaries and using wisdom and forgiveness, I think that people, especially people who aren't necessarily in the faith, sometimes um, it's hard for them to grasp the concept of what we're talking about here in the forgiveness. And I think there's a piece, and this may be a um, a conversation for a later time, but there's a piece of accountability that factors in, especially when you're dealing in the secular world with how you resolve the harm that may have been, somebody else may have been done, right? We go through the process of forgiveness, but then there's also this piece that people want of how do you hold someone accountable for 
their actions. And I think that um, there is some um, learning that we have to do, and, and, and maybe this is where the whole idea of restorative justice comes in, and how we address the hurts and the harms that our actions do to other people in a way that is from a place of love and is not just punitive, right? How do you hold people accountable but still do it in a way that is loving and kind and recognizes the humanity of that individual as opposed to just throwing them away for the mistakes that they've made? Um, so I, I think it's just a, a wonderful, rich conversation that we've been having all month um, around forgiveness, and it's so deep and there's so many layers to it, and I'm so grateful for everyone who has um, contributed to the, the conversation. So thank you. Hey, man, look, I want to say this. Uh, Tanya, do we need to pray for your voice? What's, what's up with your voice? Yeah, yes, you could pray for my voice. And um, it'll take Dion, you, man, mm. it has to do with forgiveness. It has to do with forgiveness. And, and, and what happened over the, no, not, not that, I mean, that forgiveness took place over these last couple of days and it was so deep rooted i didn't even know how deep it was and this this uh, and this is i don't know if i'm making sense to people but um i'm just trying yeah you please pray for me though yeah you sure can and I, I wanted to make sure first it wasn't uh well listen father in the name of jesus um thank you for your voice thank you for your voice lord god that is strong that is powerful um that breaks the cedars Father, I thank you for the voice of Tanya. Lord, how you've always used her to be a voice of reason. Um, you've always used her, Lord God, as a, as a voice of, of wisdom um, and a voice of wise counsel. And so we pray for healing. Lord, I even pray now that you're putting your hands even now on her vocal cords. Right now, you're putting your, your hands, Lord, on her larynx, um, on the different parts of her, of her throat. Um, that are responsible for speaking, for vocalizing. And, Father, I pray even now that you're releasing healing, transmitting healing. We send your word right now to the area of her throat, hallelujah, to heal, to heal even right now. Father, we pray that you are returning her voice. I pray that her voice is emerging stronger than ever, Father. Hallelujah. And so I decree, Lord, whatever things have happened, to where her voice was like that, Lord, I just pray for total healing of her voice in any situation that may have led to that. We bless her voice, Lord, and we pray for speedy recovery of this of this powerful voice, of this powerful voice, Lord, that you continue to use in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Anybody else? Apostle, this is Sonia again. I just wanted to add one more scripture for the young lady. It was Psalm 144. Hallelujah. And then can we tell you happy birthday today, too? Sonia, don't try to get off the phone. It is your birthday. Wait, whose birthday is it? <laughs> Didi, I'm gonna get you. Today's my birthday. It's Sonya's birthday. The trumpeter. <laughs> the trumpeter. 
<laughs> Happy yes. birthday, Sonia. Thank you. Happy Thank birthday. you, Diamond, in the back. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Oh, oh wow. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Come on, it's that birthday. And I'm very thankful. Say <laughs> so you're very thankful. I'm very thankful. Mm. More woman guy. Triumphant. (laughs) All right, anybody else? All right. And if there's anybody on here who uh has my picture or you gonna you gonna take my picture and, and pray it over the ancestors or something today, you know, or get a little voodoo dial made and, 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 and poke my picture or something like that. I just wanna let you know. I forgive you. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> and guess what? No matter what you do, no harm will come near my dwelling. <laughs> why, why you got That's me over here saying I ain't never scared? I, you are gospel banker. You don't worry about that. You already know. <laughs> no harm his will come near my part. dwelling. His, his no laugh harm. is a war tactic. That's all. <laughs> No harm will come near my dwelling. <laughs> they get a poster slice, bruh. It's good. Yeah, look, look. I told the people one time, right? Hey, and I'm sorry if this if this pertains to you. God bless you. That may may you get free from this. What I'm gonna say. But one time I was on um I was on Doctor Alexis. She had me uh, teaching on the Bible study, and somebody asked me a question about yoga. And I went in on yoga, right? That's right. I went all the way in. You know what I'm saying? And after I went in, I said, I said, I bet you it's some of y'all right now. I said, some of y'all right now, y'all got so mad, you got stuck in your yoga pose. <laughs> the moment I said, I said, you got stuck in your yoga pose. You know what I'm saying? You got stuck in it. <laughs> oh man, it was hilarious, yo. So I just pray right now, you know, some of y'all, if you just feel all of a sudden your yoga demons just stirring up 
and that last yoga pose you did, now you feel your your body start to contort and just, you know, get frozen in that pose right now. Hey, I pray that the Lord will set you free in the name of Jesus. Oh, the real. Oh, Jesus. Look, the best laugh I heard, y'all, last night I heard it. Well, it was a smile I saw. But that lady I was telling you we was ministering to, when that lady found out, Romans chapter 3, that she had been made innocent, oh, my gosh. Oh, that messed up her whole understanding. She could not believe for a minute that God made her innocent. You know what I'm saying? And I even pray that, too, if there's anybody on here who's still beating themselves up. Uh, for the times that they felt like they failed God, quote unquote, or or walked away from God, and they still beating themselves up for that particular thing. Okay, God ain't left you. God ain't forsaken. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Okay, like real talk. And this is this is the time for you to forgive yourself for that. Real talk. Forgive yourself because the Lord is already forgiving you for it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Nezzy. I just wanted to wholeheartedly thank everyone for praying. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Hold on, hold on. Now, I'm not the one building the house this time. Somebody else is building the house. You know what I'm saying? So do me a favor, mute your phone. It's all good. No condemnation. I was building a house earlier. So just mute your, mute your phone, please. Okay, go ahead, woman of God. I was just saying, this is Nancy. I want to thank you wholeheartedly for your prayers for my father this morning. I love you all, and I really appreciate it. Amen. Love you, too. Okay, well, if nothing else, we're going to close this on out. So, Father, just thank you so much for your love that never, ever, ever, ever fails. Thank you for the love that never fails. Lord, thank you for forgiving us. Thank you that, that we have access to this forgiveness. I ask, Lord, that you will pour out your grace upon us today. You will pour out your wisdom upon us today. Lord, I ask that we would hear your voice even more. Jesus said we would know you even more and the power of your resurrection. And so we bless every single person that is here and, and take us deeper. Jesus, help us to know you more and to know your heart more. Hallelujah. That we will become more like you. Lord, help us to die to the flesh. Hallelujah. Lord God, just Come alive even more in us. Lord, we want you to live in us. We want you to live. We want you to have free reign to, to be alive in us. Hallelujah. And so we bless you and we thank you, God, for what you are doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you.
Amen. God bless everybody. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Too. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless, bless you. you. God bless you. God bless you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Week. God bless you, everyone. Bless y'all. Blessings of the day. Blessings, everybody.